0: like a flock of homesick cranes flying night and day back to their mountain nests let all my life take its voyage to its eternal home in one salutation to thee beloved master swaha reading these last verses of the Gitanjali, I started meditating on that. It would be so beautiful if you could say something about it. Like a flock of homesick cranes flying night and day back to their mountain nests. Let all my life take its voyage to its eternal home, in one salutation to die. And that is the beauty. of the Indian heart and the human heart. That is the salutation. And this Rabindranath, he really did something beautiful. He introduced that beauty that Europe had no idea of. He even got the Nobel Prize in literature and poems and that is how that you say this is the last verses of the tanjali this is how that should be this is how leaving this world should be hungry to come home hungry for that eternal home, like a flock of homesick cranes flying night and day back to their mountain nest. And birds are very mysterious. How can they fly so far? How can they fly so high? They even fly over Mount Everest. In the summer they go to Tibet, some special cranes and swans, and they stay at the big lakes there, and when winter comes they fly back to India. Let all my life take its voyage to its eternal home, in one salutation to die. That's all, let the whole life become one salutation, one gesture of gratitude, that is surrendering, that is totality. Everything comes into one, that's what I'm talking about when I say totality. You don't spread your life all over into so many things, you become focused. And that only wisdom can do, only seeing can do, only understanding can do, only love can do. You are not spread out. You become centered. You see what is important. Then you become a flame. And only then do you have something to offer. It's your whole totality. That is the true salutation. That is the true surrender. Then you know this is it. Then your whole life becomes focused into what is important. And that should be the most important to find peace, to come back, to come home, to have rest. So, Everybody here, in this world, had birth. That's how you are here. Hmm? But most people, they don't use this opportunity of birth. Everybody who is born will die. But very few people realize even that they are born. They take it for granted, very few people getting conscious that they are going to die. Everybody else dies, but you don't die, but everybody who is here will die. Everything that is born will die. So they say in between these two birth. Being born and that there is love. That is the door to the mysteries. How can you surrender to God? Very difficult. Is there a God? Is there not a God? Where is this God? You have only your senses. You can see him, you can't hear him, you can't touch him. How can you surrender? It becomes a mental thing, a dream. So in India and in the East, I said, that is what the Guru is for. He give you proof for that. So surrendering to the Master is a training to surrender to God. Existence has given you that physical, the guru, because you can see that which you can see. And learning about meditation, love, silence, these are all like that. Because what is meditation is to find out who you are, to go so deep that you're coming back to your source, not identified with your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, just your consciousness. That is the all effort for meditation. It's a way to come back. This is very difficult. If you don't have any understanding, if you don't have a surrender in your heart, if you don't have love, that's where the Master comes in the picture. He creates that atmosphere. So meditation becomes very easy, because you have peace, you have trust, you have love in your heart. Then you can allow yourself to go beyond your normal way of thinking your normal identification. It is an invitation to go beyond yourself as a little self, to come back to your real self. So meditation is a way of dying. That's what all the mystics says. die before you die. If this is dying, let me die a thousand times, says Kabir. But that is after he has surrendered, not before, then everybody is afraid. And going beyond the physical, which is the (coughs) imitation, is to go into the mystery. You have to have courage, you have to have understanding, you have to have a longing. Whole life can be spent in just mundane things without thinking about what is essential, what is real. That's why people are very shallow, that's why this whole world is very shallow. There's no depth, because humans have lost their depth, they are very shallow, they're just on the surface and that is very deep. Everything that is real is deep. Everything that is real is profound. Everything that is real will shatter that which is unreal. That is what the Master is doing. He shatters your illusions, what you think is real. And if you want to protect that, You have to escape. Otherwise, you have to transform. There's nothing in between, either hiding or opening. So everybody is born. Everybody will die. But not everybody finds love. Not everybody finds meditation. Then how can they reach the mysterious? And not an ordinary love that you know as love. No, real love is also a death because you melt. If people really love each other, real lovers, they disappear. In the love, they can disappear, they can melt. Then they get a glimpse of how it is, when they are not there. That is what love is. But that is almost forgotten also, because people don't have trust. This can only happen when you have trust, when you are open, when you are conscious. And in the same in meditation, because fear will be there, you lose yourself. Because you go beyond your physical, you go beyond your mind, then there will be fear. You come a point where you disappear. Then if you don't have trust, if you don't have love, if you don't have a master, it's very difficult. You will pull back. Going beyond that, and realizing that not only that is blissful, but it's far out. And getting established in that, nothing can shake it. Because you have come to that, that is real. Something that is not Born and doesn't die. That is self realization. Then, where's the fear of that? What is dying? The physical body is dying. So, fear of that which everybody has is because they are only identified with the physical. They haven't gone beyond, they haven't seen anything that is beyond the physical, the form, the name. So the deeper you go, the more freedom, the more peace. And then instead of fear, it will be deep joy, acceptance. Because you are not resisting anything, you are in tune. You came and you go. So what? coming or going, I'm always at home. So you have different debts in life, and only that can prepare you for leaving. Because then you are in the flow. You are not resisting anything. You are at ease. So, any fear means that you have forgotten that you have no control anyway. Is no point to resist. Resist what? Who are you? All conflict comes when you are an outsider. If you are in the river of existence, in the Dhamma, in God, in peace, what is there to be afraid of? Only when you are not in tune, only when you only know that which live get born and dies. Then there is fear, of course. So you say, reading these last verses of the Gitanjali, I started meditating on that. Every real sannyasin should meditate on that. And that comes naturally at one point. Like this journey has many different stages. Because this meditation on that is almost bound to come, because you are coming closer to what is essential. That's what I'm teaching you here. Who am I? Who is in? What is that? All to go beyond the mind that has fear, that doesn't know. You have to, your knowing has to come from another place. You can't read about it, you have to experience it, you have to melt into it, you have to be absorbed into it. And it's such a mystery that you can't really talk about it either. But the more silence, the more love, the more trust you have, these things get realized by oneself. And that's the only thing that is anything worth when you realize it yourself. the traditions had meditations on that. But then you have to be very clear about this is what is important. You cannot be wishy with so many things, and then meditation comes sometimes down the line. God comes later, after you've done your shopping. No, you have to be very ready. You have to be available. That is what I mean by totality, by being centered, by being single, focused. How can you hit the target if you're not focused? You don't look, I want to hit the target, and then you shoot that way. How will you think you can hit it? You have to be steady. Hmm? So this, meditating on that is very good, because it will put you in the right focus. When people are dying, then everybody, every family is then walking up. It becomes real. Life becomes real in dying because it takes away all the unnecessary things. When people are on the deathbed, then whatever happened, the whole life, all the arguing, all the problems, all the projections, all the bullshit is meaningless. Then everybody wants to say what is really important. They want to do that gesture that is important. And what is the most important? Truth, love, silence, salutations to die. That is what is important. And that's what the Master wants to teach you, to be direct, to be truthful, to become silent, to become real. So it's very difficult to surrender to God in that way. If the surrender is real, it means that He dies in the master. And in that surrender, in that death, there is a relief. Because the past is gone, all the conflict is gone. It's like you're dying, if you have a very sick body, there is a relief. Because, no, you are freed of your body, your body that was so painful, so full of cancer, so old. That is understanding. Then there is joy. If there is no understanding, no depth in that human being, then they will cling to, even to that sick, spent body, they will cling. That's what ordinary people are doing. Then fear. And because of that, cling, they don't go, they just become like ghosts. They have left, but they are still there. That is very ordinary. The higher you are, the more freely you go. Free in life, you free in death. You go on. Like a flock of homesick cranes flying night and day back to their mountain nest. Such a beautiful, huh? It's so, be- it's amazing, you know? That's the thing. When you are connected, and this Rabindranath, he had insights just like a Rumi or a Hafiz, but it was just insight. He wasn't enlightened, but he, when he wrote this, It was like enlightened, like Kyle Gibran. He wasn't enlightened, but he had this insight that came from the beyond. Then you write this beautiful thing, huh? It's so nice, homesick cranes flying night and day, Homesick cranes, can you imagine? Those homesick cranes flying night and day, they are struggling over the mountain passes to their mountain nest. Hmm? all the beautiful things that we like homesick cranes mountains huh? <laughs> this is my kind of guy let my life take its voyage to its eternal home in one salutation to die hmm? that is the home that is the surrender that is what jesus says the last thing on the cross die will be done that is his salutation to die. He relaxes. And what is it when that giving up, that salutation, that surrender? There is a relief. It is a total let go. There is no more fight. There is no more separation. I will go on a little bit more with that and life and all these things, because it's so nice. So I will read to you what Kai Gibran says on death. You would know the secret of death, but how shall you find it unless you seek it in the heart of life? How will you find that if you don't seek it in the heart of life? And that's where people are missing. Hmm? They delay it, and they haven't looked anything in the direction of that, and then suddenly you die. Because that always comes unexpectedly. And life goes very quick. Maybe when you're young, you think you will live forever, but no, suddenly you're old and you die. He said you have to seek it, in the midst of life, when you are alive, when you are intelligent. there is no separation. They go together. The owl whose night-bound eyes are blind unto the day cannot unveil the mystery of light. If you would indeed behold the spirit of death, open your heart, open your heart wide into the body of life. You have to open up, for life and death are one, even as the river and the sea are one. This is, again, just hints how the mind is, how the humans are. They are always splitting, they are always divided. There is no oneness. And only out of oneness, totality brings harmony. Otherwise there is life and there is death. But only the narrow mind, who is stuck in the vision, in the opposite, can get lost in it. Because why? You, you say day and night too. They are one, they are not two. Where can you put the line? That's why they have this magic hour, where the night goes into day. And the day goes into night. Where can you pull the line? Exactly Then No. They are together. They are harmonious. So is life and death. They are together. There is one. In the depth of your hopes and desires lies your silent knowledge of the beyond. And like seeds dreaming beneath the snow, your heart dreams of spring. Trust the dreams, for in them is hidden the gate to eternity. Your fear of death is but the trembling of the shepherd when he stands before the king, whose hand is to be laid upon him in honor. This is the right trembling. It's not out of fear, it's out of awe. It's out of, how am I worthy to this, to get this honor? Like the shepherd when he stands before the king, whose hand is to be laid upon him in honor. You are so used to that the king is hitting you, that is telling you, You can't believe it that no, he will kiss you, no, he will crown you. Is the shepherd not joyful beneath his trembling? That he shall wear the mark of the king? Yet is he not more mindful of his trembling? When you are more trembling. When you are more uncertain, then you become more aware. When there is more danger, you become more aware. Because people are so sleepy, they have so normal lives, nine to four, that they need something that wakes them up, that makes them a little uncertain, little trembling. And that is what is happening with the Master. He has to shake you up, to make you awake, to wake you up. To make you a little trembling, so you go deeper than your ordinary self. That you get used to living in awareness, in the now, not dragging your whole past your whole burden with you. You're getting more conscious. When the shepherd is standing there in the palace with the king, do you think he thinks about his problems? No, he's totally there. He's totally in awe. He's brought back to the moment. Yet, is he not more mindful? Is he not more aware in his trembling? For what is it to die but to stand naked in the wind and melt into the sun? For what is it to die but to stand naked in the wind and to melt into the sun? this is so beautiful, you can almost not say it any more beautiful. For what is it to die but to stand naked in the wind and melt into the sun? And what is it to cease breathing but to free the breath from its restless ties, that it may rise? and expand, and seek God, reunite. Only when you drink from the river of silence shall you indeed sing. (laughs) And that Is why silence is so important, that's why it's so important for meditation, for coming back. Because only when you drink from the river of silence shall you indeed sing. Only when you die will you live, because only then will you see what is real and what is not. Your whole consciousness, your whole life, will be available for what is essential. You don't waste energy and time and dreams on the unreal. And when you have reached the mountain top, then only you shall begin to climb. So beautiful. When you have reached the mountain top, then you shall begin to climb. Now the real journey comes. Like I said, there is an end to suffering, but there is no end to joy. There is an end to unconsciousness, to mind, but there is no end to consciousness. That is what he is saying. When you have reached the mountain top, then you shall begin to climb. And when the earth shall claim your limbs, then you should truly dance. Because this is a different dance. May everybody die to their ego, to their burdens, to the past. So they can live in clarity, in joy, in peace.